stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. How has your year been so far? You know, I've heard a lot of people saying 2022, it's such a horrible year and everything else. And you know what? It it is what you make it. Honestly, it's been a hard year and it has been uh, taking a lot of energy to get through 2022. But everything is about how you look at things. And I think that You know, we've got to go into 2023 looking for moments, looking for moments of fun, looking for moments of joy, moments that feel good, uh, moments of inspiration, moments of perhaps taking a chance. You know that sort of that that sort of thing. That that's where life really feels great. If we we just sort of put everything into a box, I think twenty twenty three is going to be so much better. It has to be. Oh, the past three years been so hard. How does that help us? Like honestly, that's not gonna that's not gonna make us feel great. We're gonna look for moments, moments of pleasure. And today on this episode, I'm chatting with L James, who is the uh, founder of L James Makeup and also the founder of Night Babe Pillowcases. And both of those things are extraordinary stories that you're going to absolutely love to listen to. We also talk about creating a little jar of moments so that you can unpack it at the end of the year each year and look at all the fantastic things you've done. So this is a really, really great uplifting episode to finish the year off and to sort of launch us into 2023. So I hope you love it. It's um, it's really beautiful. So let's get into it. So welcome, Al. Hi, thanks for having me. Ah, uh, it's my pleasure. This has been, we've been trying to do this, I reckon, for, geez, I reckon 18 months nearly. Yeah, we, um, yeah. It's been a long time. So you are, you did start up Gippsland. What, what year was that? Was that 2020 or 2021? 2021. 21. Yeah. 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 And so, and I was one of the mentors and I thought, wow, what a, what an amazing, st- you just won the night, babe. It was, that's, that's what you were doing in a startup Gippsland. But even so before that, you've had your makeup business and you're just bloody you're kicking goals. It kind of just, particularly night, babe, just went, she just kind of skyrocketed we're gonna we'll unpack that in a minute but um <laughs> you, you impressed me no end back then and I kept saying I've got to get her on the podcast you guys need to hear this story but anyway we, we got back on track but so glad to have you here really impressed with your work thank you I'm glad to be here glad to have a professional chat instead of baby chat so it'll be good <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so a baby chat that's another thing too because um in this time that we, you know, that we got a bit slack and I didn't get Al on for you guys to listen to, um, she just messaged me, said, sorry, sorry, I've been out of out of whack a little bit. I just had a baby and I've been sick. And I'm like, well, 
I've never had anyone just say to me, sorry. I, I've just <laughs> sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, I didn't even know. And and why should I know? But it's kind of like this baby just appeared from nowhere. Another, another post, well, I guess post-COVID baby now, isn't it? But yep. um, how many is that you got there in that? Two. Little, two, two, two little, little girls. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, two and three. <laughs> so how old is she now? How old's the baby now? Um, she's 12 weeks. Wow, still a newbie. Yes. All yeah. right. So guys, if we hear a little bit of screaming in the background, it's uh, you know, we know yeah, what it is. Paris. It's nobody gets nobody get, would you say a parrot? <laughs> no. <laughs> Paris, her name. Oh, Paris. I thought you said yeah. it's a parrot. I was gonna say walks like a parrot yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I bet she's absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful oh that's gorgeous now um so as I mentioned you're doing night babe pillowcases and I think you've expanded that a little bit more and you've also got the you were a makeup artist so let's go back to the um makeup artist first so yep and you're only young how old are you you know 34 Oh, 34. Well, let's see, yep. you, you're much, well, I took you for late 20s, so there you go. Oh, thanks. I, thanks. I hope you hold your like age that. until my age. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so not so young, but young enough. No. So what what took you down the makeup path? Like, where, where, how'd that happen? Um, well, I grew up on a farm, um, was like the horse girl in school. Yeah. Uh, and then in like year eight, I started on school holidays going to my auntie's house in Melbourne and her son had this like really glamorous girlfriend that had like all the labels and lived <laughs> in South Yarra and I just thought she was the coolest person on earth. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of was just like, oh, said later to the horses and like just became obsessed with like fashion and beauty. And then when I finished, or when then when I got my license, I started. I found um, Napoleon Purtis back in two thousand and five. God um, was like the brand of makeup to have, and he had a makeup school in South Yarra. So yeah, when I got my license uh, in two thousand and six, I started going down there every weekend doing this um, certificate course and loved it. And then when I finished year twelve, I moved there and did the year long diploma. Um, but then I like broke up with my boyfriend, ended up coming back to sale, and I worked um, doing bridal. So for the since like two thousand and seven, I've been doing bridal, and then in probably like two thousand. 15 I sort of re-evaluated what I was doing I was working retail and doing bridal every weekend and I was like no I got into this because I wanted to work in fashion and beauty so in my lunch break literally that day after I had this thought my favorite fashion artist um had came up on my news feed that she was like doing an editorial masterclass in Melbourne for a week so I like booked it that that lunch break, um, told my boss, I was like, I, you know, I need this time off, did the course. She loved my work. I started assisting her. Then I quit my job in retail and was like, this is just going to take off <laughs> and hope for the best. And yeah, so it's been, yeah. And then I lived sort of have been living the, the commercial life of makeup and trying to get into TV. Um, yeah. Since then. Wow. And then and then COVID hit. I love yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then COVID hit. So did you, when you COVID's a whole other story, and that sort of yeah. slowed everybody down. That like that just took you know that just that just pulled the rug out from under so many um, 
uh, yeah. businesses. But when you, you know, like that's it, I'm just going and I'm just doing it and I'm just jumping yeah. in and yeah. taking a chance. Did you have fears? Like were you like, oh, far out, what oh. if this doesn't work or? No, I'm a very like spontaneous not not a planner. I'm not a planner. I just jump in and hope for yeah. the best in all situations. So, um, yeah, no, I just assumed it it has to work. <laughs> I have to make it work. So, so if you do that, because there's, there's two types of people. Well, there's probably more than that, but like two two main types when we're talking about this is one that I'm hanging on to safety, no matter what it yeah. takes. Well, actually, three types. Yeah. One that's going, I am not doing my thing because I'm staying here where I'm secure. There's another type yeah. that has one foot in and one foot out, you know, keeping one foot yeah. in safety and one foot. So I think and there's like, the other time that yes, you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did hold on to that retail job that I had, like that um as my nine to five for a long time because I was scared. I was a bit scared to like be like, oh God, I've got a mortgage. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, I need regular income. But then on the other hand, I was like, if I don't stop that and keep that as a safety net, like I'll never, I'll never get there to where I envisioned myself being. Yeah. 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 So when you did leave the safety of the retail, was that, that's scary? Like, I mean, I know you said you had, you're scared, but like, did you just know inside? I can. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I could just like, I was just like, I, you know, not to sound like arrogant or anything like that, but like when Ray, like the makeup artist whose course I did, like just the feedback that I got from her and she gave me so much confidence that like, yeah, it will be tough because like those first few years, like you're doing a lot mm-hmm. of assisting on paid work and that kind of thing anyway. But I could see like the comments and the feedback I was getting and the type of bookings that were coming through like while I was still at the retail and I was like, no, like I I need to, the availability of dates and to not mess my employer around. Like I'm still great friends with them and love them and yeah. I didn't want to mess them around by being like, oh, because it's like makeup freelance life you get booked like the night before and I'd be like I need to go to Melbourne tomorrow sorry like I just didn't want to mess them around so I was like no I need to like make the decision and just go for it 100%. I really love what you're saying there in well I love both that you just you just took the chance and believe in yourself but that whole bit about being ethical you know and 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 honest and yes we like there's a lot of people who want to make create a side hustle and and get it going and there's always that kind of when do I take that leap and there's often the safety net as we're talking of this job but there's nothing wrong with actually saying to that person I think if they're a good employer they're kind of like look we we want you to flourish do you know and we'll support you but it sort of takes both sides to be really have an open conversation and 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 understand when it's yeah. time to, yeah. to to move so yeah i love yeah. that did did you like when you took that jump did you have to then start really advertising or start um doing a lot more instagram promotion and work work a lot harder to really get customers in um well i sort of uh, how would I say like I did I assisted like I would email I put together oh, I, firstly I paid to the top photographers and the top models like I used my own savings to build the portfolio of the vision like the type of makeup that I wanted to create yeah. which is not like what was popular on Instagram at the time which was like the really like heavy theatrical drag queen really look aesthetic I am much more like of a glowy um natural I guess a lot of people use as 
my makeup aesthetic. Um, so yeah, I created the portfolio of the the type of makeup that I wanted to be doing that makes me happy and everything. Um, and then I would just spend hours just researching PR companies that dealt with the types of brands that I wanted to work with mm. um, and would just email them my portfolio and I would um, DM on Instagram the makeup artists whose careers I wanted to like emulate um, and say, you know, like I'm going to be in Melbourne these dates. I would love if you need anyone um, to assist you like on shoots or anything like that. Um, and I would go and just assist them. Like not, you don't get paid for that, but maybe like a hundred dollars or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's where I learned most of my skills is from assisting other artists and just working out how the etiquette on set and what I need in my kit and what's expected of you on set. And then from there, I built relationships with those artists. And then when like they were booked for jobs and they needed to recommend someone, like I'd be like, I'm um, yeah, they'd pass on the clients to me and that type of thing. So that's how I've built relationships in the industry. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so now I have my ongoing clients that that I just get rebooked with. And there's like some creative agencies. I'm not signed with an agent, but um, I'm on the books with quite a few different agencies. So when their artists are booked, I they pass on jobs to me and, yeah. That's fantastic. And so, I love the way you're talking about co- collaboration and relationships do you know because yeah. we we there's I think it's I, I don't think it works you know where we have this um competition with other people and we're trying to be yeah. better and, we, and then we we try to do this fake like I've come out of nowhere do you know and I'm an over- yeah I did it all by myself yeah and no. I think we've got to stop doing that I think everybody yeah. starts somewhere and, and actually if you're not embarrassed by your first lot of work you know, you know, you're not doing it right. Do you, you know? Yeah. You know, oh my god! When I look back at my those, <laughs> like from when I used to drive down to Melbourne, um, my <laughs> God, the yeah, the final piece that I created for my very first like certificate course. I remember at the time thinking, "Oh, I'm amazing! Like I'm really good." <laughs> and it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think that's the same with anything, isn't it? You know, yeah. And it's there's no shame in that. Like, I think this is what we've got to we've got to promote, and we've got to be honest about. And we've got to have humility, and we've got to share this sort of story with other people to say that. Yeah, you're better off to start scrappy. I mean, I'm not. I don't mean um, awful. You know, that you're destroying yeah. people's faces or you're destroying yeah. people's life. Yeah, but like yeah, nobody's perfect, and we're never perfect. Actually, it's a journey. We're always yeah. improving, and we should always be looking for what. What can I tweak here, and what can I tweak there? You know. Yeah. And and I think we've got to share the story of. Um, we you start messy, you nobody's yeah, you start messy and then you like develop your style and just like a message to other aspiring makeup artists, like to be because I spent a lot of years, like in the early years, trying to like create looks that were like what was popular on well, yeah. Instagram wasn't even a thing back then, yeah. So, like, just in the media type, um, try to create looks of what was popular and what other people sort of wanted, whereas I never really asked myself, like, what do I think is beautiful or what do I think is, like, the ultimate aesthetic of a woman's face. Um, So, yeah, just being true to, like, what your style is and if you create, like, and put out to the world what you think is beautiful, then you'll get the type of clients that, that you love working with, not just, yeah, people that don't feed your soul really, yeah. 
I agree. And that's that's sort of avoiding that scarcity mindset, you know, and it and it's that yeah, there's, there's room enough. Exactly. There's room enough for everybody. And and I think yeah. I, I love what you're saying about, you know, that you for makeup artists, you know, you you're all different. And and you yeah. can look at this one and go, no, that's not for me. That was that one is for me. That that actually yeah. resonates for me. And I and I believe, and this is the same with my work, is you, you're better off working with clients that resonate, that everybody yeah. resonates because everyone's yeah. happy. It's win-win and it's it's yeah. beautiful energy exchange. And yeah, it, it's it, Did you, you're saying about TV, have you worked with anyone famous? People um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I have. I do a bit for sometimes Channel 10 and um, like when I have assisted, like I've done, I've worked at the Logies and. Wow. Um, some bit like the Arias and that type of thing. So, yeah, there's lots of, like, big names come through. Wow. So that's always fun, Fashion Weeks and that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So wow, I've worked that's... at some really fun events. Yes, yeah. definitely. What about you? Uh, I think, like, I think catching up, like, my favourite just bizarre moment. Like, sometimes I just catch myself and I'm like, what? how am I here? Like, I <laughs> caught up with Ray when we were at the Logies. I wasn't working for her. I was working for someone else. But I seen that she was there doing Jess Malboy's makeup. This is a couple of years ago. And um, I was flying out that day and I was like, oh, if you're around, um, like I'd love to catch up for breakfast or whatever. So I went to her hotel to catch up for breakfast. She's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. There's just a few others like coming down to join us. So I was like, oh, that's fine. And then, yeah, like 10 minutes later, there's Jess Malboy at my table and like all the producers of Sony and everyone. And I was like, what is my life? Ah. <laughs> That was that was probably like a really crazy moment. So I yeah had breakfast with all of those girls, which is the people that you meet. That's why I love the industry because two days are never the same. Wow. Yeah. See, see, I, I'm not doing so much of my music anymore. But but 15 years ago, oh god, I would have traded places with you in, in an instant for <laughs> producers at Sony and all that. Yeah. Stuff. How amazing! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So what about your own line? Did you did you ever? Like now you're making your own uh, pillowcases, which we're going yep. to do, but like your makeup, did you ever, did it ever cross your mind to create your own line of makeup? Like was that a thought? Oh, yeah, definitely. That was always like something that I have always wanted my own product. Yeah. But um, but I'm like I never wanted it to be like half us sort of. Like yeah. I wanted like the best and like to create the best is like, you know, 20,000 plus to develop one shade of one product kind of thing. Like yeah. it's a lot of money. Um, and I've just, yeah, I've never taken that risk to get a loan. I, yeah, I've always just never had the finances to do it really. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then when COVID hit and makeup stopped um, is when I sort of was like, what can I do? Like I um, need to do something. I need a project to work like work on I'm someone that always needs something happening um yeah so that's sort of how that was born night babe night babe yeah <laughs> so yeah. tell us about night babe yeah so it was literally um one day I think I think again like my target um feed on on Facebook has really been like pivotal for my career because that day <laughs> um I must have been talking about silk bedding like sheets and stuff and I was like god that would be nice to have like silk sheets <laughs> and a pillow set and then like that day an ad popped up for like a dares or something with like a full bed set of silk and I was like oh my god that's exactly what I want but it was like a thousand dollars and I was like well I haven't worked for like 
four or five months. I can't afford that. Um, and my mum manufactures, like she's got a big sewing studio. She makes curtains and blinds and stuff for lots of retailers. And so I've always, I've grown up in the sewing room. I know how to sew. I just was, have always been like, I'm never making curtains. Um, but when I was a kid, I used to make like pillowcases and like um, every term I'd make like a new pencil case, like anything square, like just was yeah. four straight lines I could I could master. Uh, yeah, so then when I was like, oh, I can't afford that silk seat, sheet set, I will just order some fabric and I'll make my own. So, yeah, and then I started researching. I was like, oh, surely other people would love silk pillowcases. Maybe I could, like, start making a few for when I get bridal clients back. Like, that would be a nice thing for them to have the night before the wedding. And then, yeah, I just got into a spiral of Google and um, found, like, this silk manufacturer and ordered, ended up ordering, like, 100 metres of silk <laughs> and was like, if this fails, um, everyone's getting silk pillowcases for Christmas. <laughs> so, and then, I yeah, I'd always wanted a brand and sort of had the vision and the tone of voice that, like, the brand would have, whatever the product was. And within, like, two days I had, like, a, um, all the branding done, the like everything, like the name registered, the the website, like domain done and everything. So, yeah, it sort of just came about really quick once I like put my mind to it. Like I said, I'd jump into things very aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's wow. how it came about. I totally get that because I do the same. I, I register business names and I <laughs> yeah. register domain names. Yeah. I've got anything. others already registered that I'm just like waiting to have time to do because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm about to over 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that are going to happen. Um, yeah. I, I absolutely love that. So w- why, tell us why silk? Like what's that? Well, I've always wanted a product in the beauty space and I figured like silk pillowcases are like a beauty item just because they're so great for your hair and your skin. And then I thought to um, grow like an audience, I can use the beauty connections that I have through my makeup career Um, as influencers and that type of thing. Like I'm friends with quite a few like art makeup artists and other like beauty um, influencers. And like I thought when I go back to work, I can – I take, I always have a pillowcase in my kit. So like if the model is really nice and I get along with her, I'm like, oh, here's a pillowcase for you. Like, and she'll like post about it and that type of thing. So I've sort of been able to get like a bit of traction through, through my connections, which has been really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's why I, I, I chose it. It was really just because I wanted them and um, I thought, well, it'd be cheaper for me to make some for myself. And then it just like really, it was just a, a project for myself that really escalated. And then I just loved making them. Wow. Um, yeah. And silk isn't cheap. So that, you know, that, that's no. one thing. So do you, well, you just said in there that it's good for your hair, it's good for your skin. Like, like yeah. how, do, how does that work with silk? Because yeah, well, like I don't know anything about that. Yeah, so it's a natural fibre um, for one. So it's great for like people maybe that have sensitive skin that cotton is like quite absorbent. So cotton will absorb like, for instance, even natural oils out of your skin or it will absorb like your moisturisers that you put on before you go to bed, whereas silk is non-absorbent. So like those 
um, natural oils or your beauty products will stay actually in your skin and or on your skin and not um, yeah, absorb into your pillowcase. Uh, it's like friction free. So if you like roll around at night or just, mm. um, or if you have curly hair, it's not going to like frizz your hair up. It just leaves it nice and smooth and intact. So it's great for like, like even for babies, like little Paris has got her, I made a cot sheet out of silk so that she doesn't get like that bald spot at the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they're great. If you're like, a, yeah. Um, a lot of I, like my mum who was, when she was going like through menopause, she had a silk pillowcase like, cause she got really hot, but then like I even get lots of feedback from wives that have brought them for themselves that their husbands end up pinching them because <laughs> they're so nice and cooling. So like if you're someone that gets really hot at night when you sleep, they don't, you know, and some people like are always flipping the pillow to get the cool side. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to keep flipping the pillow. It just stays nice and cool. So yeah. Wow. Sorry. Wow. So, so many benefits. Know, I could go on and on. <laughs> yeah, well, you can go on and on if you really <laughs> want to go on and on. But that that's um so I never knew any of that sort of stuff. I knew that I knew that you've said that, but I I didn't yep. know I got my um beauty makeup um brain couldn't figure any of that out. Do you know? It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't understand that. Yeah. So, oh, that's good because and and when you say it's not absorbent, so does that mean like you don't get all those stains on it as well. So they, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Because mine's covered in wax stains. I got a bed with wax in my hair. And it's, the it's hair. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. It ends up yeah. with wax patch. It's and just it. like the fibers are like because the fiber of cotton is like really quite porous, whereas these mm. the fibers in silk is just a lot more like tightly wound, I guess, and yeah. the moisture and that doesn't grip soak into it. Wow. Yeah. And have you, is it just pillowcases or have you um, expanded further than pillowcases? Uh, at the minute it's just pillowcases and I can do um, like any size. So like on my website is just listed as like standard size, but I, I get a lot of custom orders for like king size or like those banana ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually like Kate Langbrook, who is like on yep. – yeah. project and all that yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend is her makeup artist so back in the early days I got her address off my friend and um because Trudy my makeup friend um was saying oh Kate's always carrying around like her weft like hair extensions in like an inside out pillow silk pillowcase so they don't get naughty so I made her like this beautiful silk drawstring bag that she could put her weft extensions in. And um, she just messaged me the other day that someone at Channel 10 like lost it. Um, so, yeah, I've just like made her a new bag for her hair extensions. So, yeah, I can I can make custom make any products. But having her as a client and coming back to me was very exciting. And, yeah, yeah. she's got a whole collection of different coloured pillowcases and things that she's got for me so yeah just the, the clients that I've reached has been really exciting yeah but you've done it through good relationships that yeah that, that's yeah. really important you know and, and it's um I can't I can't stress enough to people that relationships matter do you know and it's not relationships to take advantage it's relationships because you're truly investing in each other you know you're truly yeah. investing in that person and what can I learn from you and and, and the humility of it do you know and I just yeah. want to do better so I want to work with you yeah. I want to spend time with you you know yeah to make not not because I want to be 
I want to be richer than you okay. and I want to trample all over you. Do you yeah, you know, I want to steal I'm, your clients or yeah. anything. So, yeah. What can I learn? Because I just want to be better at my craft and I want people to feel better about themselves. And I, yeah. that's really important. So you might, so actually, actually, before I ask about where you make them, I know you make them in the studio, but just, you know, you've sort of had to, now let's go there, I'm already there. Um, kick in your mind. So you, you do it at your mum's studio. What have you had oh, to yeah. sort of... Um, Push mum over to a corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm taking half your table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, literally. Her like she last Christmas she had to fully reshuffle the whole like turn the table around because we were just like it, yeah, just didn't flow for two people doing two completely separate types of work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she completely reorganized the whole sewing room. So now I've got my whole side with all night babe silks and my sewing machine and yeah so all set up I love that and do you how do you go working with your mum like uh, that's a legitimate well, question because some people you know I don't know. oh no I love working <laughs> with my mum and like I think another thing that made me like really want to m- make it as a product also in like 2020 when I had this big pivot and lots of things were changing and um my grandma like my mum started sewing with my her mum my grandma um when she got pregnant with me and then um so I grew up in and the sewing room used to be in my grandma's house um so I grew up like always in the sewing room with my mum and my grandma and then in 2020 my grandma passed away mm. and I don't know sewing just made me feel really connected to her mm. so yeah I don't know sort of I sort of feel like I'm the, not that I'm like doing curtains or anything but um yeah I like to think that it would make her proud that I was carrying on the family sewing. I love that Isn't I it? love that so the the it's at your your mum's house this studio yeah it's at my mum's now yeah and you don't live there you just go there every day and yeah yeah we live really close yeah yeah yeah. So down in Sea Spray, down at the um, beach. Yeah. So yeah. Where's, what's the temptation to say, look at this, I'm going to the beach? <laughs> yeah, no, we do go to the, I take my, uh, well, now daughters, but, um, yeah, I we usually always go to the beach nearly every, most most days really for a walk or something like that. Just I like to, I love the flexibility. Like I'm a bit of a night out, so I'll work at night a bit when they're asleep but so that I can spend time during the day going to the beach and that type of thing. So I like the flexibility that being mm. self-employed allows yeah. you to create your own hours. It sounds like you got the perfect little setup actually. Yeah, no, I love it. And everyone's always like, oh, my God, I can't believe you drive like two and a half hours to come to go to Melbourne or whatever. But it's like my time. So yes. I will put on a couple of podcasts mm. and, um, yeah, the drive really doesn't bother me at all because I love going to Melbourne and, working in that environment and then I get to come home and walk along the beach where there's no other people and yeah it's great oh god it sounds like the dream actually (laughs) it really does (laughs) yeah I love it oh when you were talking before about um the pillows I've got to come back to this because we've been we've been losing a lot of sleep because we've got a you know a six-month-old Ah, oh, puppy. Anyway, it's not. It's been hard, you know, with the with the um up on up at night time. You know, the the toilet. Yeah, time. I've made silk um pet pillows before. Have you? Did, yeah. Do they love them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've made some for um. Oh, what is the type of dog? 
like a what are the miniature greyhounds? A whippet. Um, yeah, those in like the smaller version of a whippet. Yeah, yeah. So they're oh. and like the little silk lined. Um, yeah. Silk lined like little jackets for them so that their fur doesn't oh. go. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, actually, a lot of the little doggy jackets are, fur- are lined with um, polar fleece and the, yeah. short, the short-haired dogs, their hairs all get stuck. Yeah, in. they get like static. Yeah, there's yeah. no static with, when they're silk lined. So, yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. that's a whole other line for you to go into. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So really you could expand this in so many directions. Yes, I just need more. I'm like I obviously make all the pillows now um, and I, I get asked a lot for like the silk, like sleep masks, but yeah. I've tried multiple times and they're not a square like or a rectangle. <laughs> so they're out of my, my skill set. I just can't get them to as neat as I, I want them to be, as perfect as I want them to be. So I'm looking for a seamstress that can make them and work help. for you or subcontract to yeah you. subcontract yeah. yeah yeah there's a few around yeah yeah but it's so hard to work with is it not when you're making a square pillowcase <laughs> but <laughs> no it's fine but when you start having to like spin it in for like those tight corners yeah. of a sleep mask yes it's I find it a bit trickier you know there's I'll go back to the the whole sleep thing just for a minute, and then I want to talk about the squares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when I was talking about the the puppy, and and I wasn't looking for a puppy pillow, but that you know you've got my mind <laughs> working. Um, it's it's yeah. What was I going to say? And we're, so we're not getting enough. We're not getting enough sleep. You know, yeah. Now she's um yeah. now she's toilet trained, but the other blind old deaf dog decides at five o'clock in the morning or four thirty is a good time to start shaking and licking and waking up the other. Oh. So we're yeah. knackered. So the the thing is it, that that we I think we underestimate sleep. Do you you know? Oh my gosh, yes. Sleep Definitely. is it's so important. Critical. It's critical. How much yep. better? How much better a sleep do you think you get with the silk pillows? Like, is it more? Um, soothing yeah I definitely think it puts you into like a deeper like REM sleep because like being cool um like creates melatonin in your body like naturally um like when like it's good to keep your bedroom like it's sort of on the cooler end that's why people sleep better you know with the fan on and sleep worse in summer because it's so hot like being cool having a cooler body temperature puts you into a deeper sleep so yeah being able to keep a consistent heat especially like up the top end like your head mm. and everywhere like that um is is definitely beneficial my mum who never like slept on a would always just have a she you know doesn't use her night creams or doesn't have a nighttime beauty routine like my 12 step <laughs> um, <laughs> I gave her like uh, all the silk pillowcases and everything when I started making them and like she's such an insomniac like she just doesn't sleep any time of the night she could be you'll see her on texting away or something because she just doesn't sleep but she actually within like two nights of sleeping on it she's like oh my god I got like a solid three hours and (laughs) yeah like which is like huge for her because she just yeah has little cat naps so yeah it definitely I've definitely had feedback from so many people that it's really helped them like people that were really skeptical or thought it's okay how can it help it's definitely I've had so much feedback that it has helped wow 
Wow, I, I love that. And and when I'm coming back to the squares, and so anyway, so anyone listening, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, here might be the answer. Um, yeah. But also just a, a nice sleep. like, And I think... Yeah, it just makes you feel like it's like you really... To me, it feels like the final step in like my nighttime sort of routine. Like it's just so nice and luxurious to put your head down on, let alone mm. on its own, let alone without all the other benefits that come with it. Yeah. Well, I don't have your 12-step nighttime um, routine. <laughs> However, my, my, night, my nighttime routine is go to the toilet, clean, clean your teeth and crash. And <laughs> That's fine too. That's fine too. <laughs> but, just maybe but, but it might crash be on, a, on a night babe pillowcase yeah. and they, they, you've got your three-step. There's <laughs> ah, my three-step routine. Ah, well, yeah. uh, we've got to... Put the dogs out for a wee. And there's a few more steps, but it doesn't yeah. include beauty. I can tell you that. <laughs> God, I, I couldn't do another hour of beauty. But, you know, it's um going back to that, the, the bit about the squares, do you know, um, mm. I think that that's a really good example of you can still have a really solid flourishing business even with basic skills. Do you, so yeah. you're saying, well, I can only do squares, but so... Okay, so you can only do squares, but what can you do with squares? And well, I can make pillowcases, and yeah. and I can make a flourishing business, and I can sell those pillowcases to help people feel absolutely bloody magnificent. Do you know? Yeah. So, I think sometimes we can underestimate uh, the we you could, can already do. Yeah, yeah, we could say that they are not very good. You know, I'm not perfect. Excellent. I can't yeah. do this, and I'm not. I'm not a great seamstress. We can we can use all these excuses to put ourselves down and to block yeah. ourselves from doing yeah. great things. And yeah, yet, something. Yeah. yeah, if we look at well, what are my minimal skills? What what mm. what is it that I can do? Well, I can yeah. do that. Great. Well, if you yeah. can do that, what can you? How can I monetize that? To, yeah. yeah. And and particularly, how can I? You know, I think when you talk about money, some people want to. Well, well, how can I make money? How can I make money? Which is great because you need to. You've got to put food yeah. on the play table. But but um, sometimes we're just trying to make money for the sake of making money. Making money. Yeah. If we go, how, how can, can I, I help create the life that I want to live? Yeah. Yeah, and make other people feel great. Do, yes. I, yeah. Yeah, money shouldn't always be the objective. Like, no, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a great, like, it's a necessity to live, yes. But, like, it shouldn't be the only thing well, that you I think want you, going into something. No, and I think if you're trying to make money, um, doing something that you hate, to, you know, just to be Just rich, to have money. I don't think that works. I think it, it's not fulfilling. Yeah. I I love right. to make I love to make money, but I love to do it doing what yeah, I, I love to be happy more. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I keep yeah. I'm trying to get Nikki to. Oh, I shouldn't say this because her employer might be listening. But cut back a day. <laughs> to, <laughs> I don't care. Listen, to cut back yeah. a day. Do you know just so that just to have that um yeah that 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 downtime. But yeah, know, I, I think we we underestimate um. Uh, sleep and we underestimate yep. feeling good and, yeah um and like making those things a priority like yeah um yeah definitely like you're saying you know you you, you make your 12-step um beauty uh thing for me that's not that's not anywhere anywhere on my value system yep. but, but it doesn't mean it shouldn't be for you or someone else does that yeah. and I think we've got to be not influenced by what other people have as their as their routine because 
you know, some people look at look at my life on social media. Oh God, you you two have so much fun. You know, I wish we were like you, but that's not entirely true. Do you, you know what I mean? Well, sometimes we do have fun. Do you, yeah, you know, a lot of the yeah. time we have fun, but we've got the same struggles as everybody else. Yeah. What works for me as a downtime thing or a feel great thing is mm-hmm. a completely different thing to what works for you as a beautiful thing and 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 we've got to find that thing but it, but what i'm yeah. saying is i'm not saying what i'm saying is we need to work to find that thing what what yeah. is that thing that makes you feel good because yeah we're not feeling good enough do you know where we're yeah definitely and, and i'm listening to people talk about um 2022 and i think 2022 has been um it's been hard and it's been used a lot of energy to try and get through 2022 but am I saying it's been the biggest shit year ever? No, no, because no. there's been challenges, but there's been some great stuff that's great. come. Yeah. And I think we've got to look at, well, what's good, what's not working, what can I do to make me feel yeah. for the not working stuff and yeah. have a bit more optimistic view because if we think, I know we've been saying this for the last three years, oh, Screw this year. This year's been shit. Yeah, next write that off. Next year's yeah. going to be better. Well, every single yeah. year's got it's, Yeah, it's always going to be your outcome, like, for the next year is always going to be the same if if you don't make a change, if you don't, Agreed. like, take a leap or if you don't, like, sit down and actually think, like, what do I actually want from this year? Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm not like not just talking about like a New Year's resolution because no. how many of those do people write down and yep. don't think about again the next week kind of thing. So just yep. actually like just being like, I need like I need to change, need to do yep. something, and, and just focus on like when you look back at the year, just think about like all the things that you've ticked off on like that on a path to making a change. Like I feel like so many people yep. look back. And just remember the negative. There's because so it's easier. Negative. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. But mm. you've still, I'm sure, anyone, any one of those people that have said, "Oh, it's been such a shit year," could still write down like a huge list of things that have yeah. happened that have been amazing that they're just yeah. not thinking about. Yeah, I've, I've, there's this thing that I used to do, and I, I keep meaning to do it again, but. I, I don't know why we don't do it. Probably because we put a jar on the bench and then it's like, oh, there's bloody jars on the bench. Move this shit. You know, like there's no yeah. room because all the dog stuff. But it's like it, this great idea, and it's a great idea if anyone's listening to this. It, it you, you put in all every every little good thing that happened, not just good thing. Yeah. Oh, went to Phillip Island for the weekend, or I went to you know I went and saw the Mamma Mia show, or you know I yeah. had had a great um, dinner with my parents, or it doesn't matter. You know, we spent yeah. the day walking down by the beach, whatever, whatever you yeah. do, and, and all the little nice things. Or I got a really lovely email about my work or whatever. Write it on a little coloured piece of paper and put it in this jar it doesn't have to be colored but just makes it a bit nicer and and at the end of the year spread them all out on the table to you know and and go wow look at all yeah. these moments these positive oh, I love that yeah. it is such a good it is such a good thing to do I'm pretty good because I keep a diary and I, I write all the good things so I yeah. only have to flick back through pages and and think wow yeah. and I also keep a 
I, I call it my promo folder and it's it's most it's work not it's not all yeah. the other stuff but it's all the good things I've done and you know I can flick through that anytime and go wow yeah. what, what a year but I yeah. think that jar you know and then unpacking it at the end of the year and going yeah wow yeah and, and the other good thing about that is um if you do it New Year's Eve do you know open it up and go what a year it yeah. stops you from going making those false New Year's resolutions to you know that yeah Oh, yeah. look at so-and-so. She's so skinny. Right. That's it. This year I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna lose weight. And oh for God's yeah. sake, you, you're gonna end up the same weight as you always are because it's exactly. just, just our bodies, do it's just our habits. Yeah. Like, and I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to um say that people I'm not saying to say I'm not trying to say it's not a good thing to lose weight if you're unhealthily. I know, but it's already a negative thing to be it starting is. the year off with. Like, there's something wrong with me. Like, exactly. yeah, like I well, I can say that. Like, I have said that uh, goal for most of my life. Like, I've always struggled with my body image, yeah. and like, yeah, uh, it's reflecting back on that over the last few years. I've been like trying to work on that yeah mentality like it's so unhealthy to go in even just when I hear like ads on tv like do you want to be skinnier so you look better like there's so much on just the the look of someone for their size rather than just could be do you want to be more healthy like you know work on just making yourself feel good rather than with the mindset of that you need to lose weight to like or do, you want, or do you want to have more fun? Or do you want to have better relationships? Or like, yeah, it's just so many. Like, same with me. Like, I'm, I'm in my late fifties, and I had my thyroid out, you know, five years ago, which has not helped my gut line at all. Do you, you know, yeah. and menopause does not help your gut line. And there's, and it, it's, you can, you can look in the mirror and constantly beat yourself up and go, oh bloody hell, I can't lose this gut. Or you mm. can say, you know what, big sh- stiff shit. I'm mid fifties or late fifties, and I've got a gut, and you know, uh, I'm alive though. I'm alive. I'm happy. Yeah. What can I? Yeah. It makes no difference to you know. And and the thing is, we get self conscious about who's looking at my gut. The truth is, no one. Like no honestly, one no one's going. And if they are, are they really worth bloody worrying about? Like yeah, so, no. I think we beat ourselves up. So I like the idea of the jar because it's just like, wow, look at all these things that made me feel fantastic and I'm yep. going to do those things again, you know, and I'm going to look yep. for all these little good moments for the next yep. year. And I, I reckon if we're going to make news resolutions, make a, make make resolutions of moments, do you, yeah. you know, c- capturing your moments. Making the time to do yeah. Yeah. I just think that's so nice. I don't know how we got onto that subject, but bloody hell, I enjoyed that subject. Yeah. That was a good little. <laughs> you had the whole buddy, actually. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to. Um, now, uh, the other thing is, oh no, I actually want to tell you that I was in the post office and I saw your face on on, on a on a card, business of the yeah. month. Is it local yeah. business of the month or something like that? Uh, or, no, it was like in Australia. Was um, it? Yeah, it was. I. Uh, 12 businesses throughout Australia, Australia Post, like my local post office nominated me yeah. as a small business, small business hero of Australia. And, yeah. Yeah, that so was, was it? Few, yes. Um, I think there was like maybe a few thousand nominated and, yeah, wow. I was one of 12. So that was really cool. I was so realise I didn't realise that my face was going to be like in every, I think it was every Gippsland post office. So. Uh, well, actually, no. I seen my face in the post office in Chadstone when I had to deliver something there. So yeah, I think it must may have been Victoria wide. Wow. Um, yeah, 
I thought it was just going to be in maybe sale, maybe, you know, the other little post office in sale. Yeah. Um, everyone kept sending me Snapchats of like my face. <laughs> it was so, I, I did. Yeah. I walked into the sale post, into the business center, and I'm yeah. like, I was just standing there waiting. And I'm like, I looked at this thing and I thought, that face. And then I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Gee, yeah. That, that is fantastic. And it's just such a great way to inspire other people to go, yeah. I'm going to start a small business. Now, I'm not saying everybody's cut out for a small business. No, no. It's not like a walk in the park by any means. It's not a walk in the park. But, <laughs> but um, were you talking about before, you know, like you, you can be flexible with your hours, you know, you can work yep. at night, you can spend time with the kids. And I, I, yep. sometimes we're, I, I think COVID has forced us to look at um, this nine-to-five grind, you know, with mm. this organisation yeah. doesn't suit me. Not everyone. Yeah. Some people. Yeah, like working for an employer is still a, an amazing, like, an achievement for a lot of people. Like, it's not like it's, like, an unfulfilled career life to have a, to work for someone because their values might be different. Like, they might just like the mentality of getting to work at nine and doing their job and then switching off when they get home. Like, mm. that for someone self-employed is not really an option. Like, yeah. you're just always thinking about the next move or what you need to do and that kind of thing. So you sort of switched on to your business 24 seven. Yeah. Um, but like, there's still like things that I prefer of being self-employed rather than working for someone else that makes me yeah. feel fulfilled and that type of thing. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So I suppose it just depends on what you want out of life, do you know, because yeah. um, for some people, yeah. as you said, and I sometimes get jealous <laughs> of those people that go to work, come home, sit on the couch and just, yeah. you know, watch TV, but then I yeah. can only do it for a couple of days and then I'm like, oh, my, you know. Oh, God, I and, need something to do, yeah. And I just said to Nikki the other day, am I obsessed with my business, with my work? And she said, um, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> because you, I think to have your own business, you have to live. You have to be obsessed with it. You have to live and breathe it every yep. single moment. And it is hard work. However, if you want the flexibility and you want the freedom and you want yep. to do what you love, um, yeah. it, there's always the opportunity to do it, but but it comes with a lot of hard work. But yep. it also comes with it's not as uh, – it's not limited to just a few people. Like just, you can yeah. do it if you want. If you to want, do it. yeah. You can take it in whatever direction you want to take it, yeah. rather than like living under your boss's yeah. ideas. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. change someone else's company, but you can change your own company. Exactly. Yeah. So there, guys, take your choice. But anyway, you can do it. So yeah. anyway, I absolutely love this conversation. Oh, we've, we've, we've done a few different twists and turns, but we it's have. been bloody fantastic. And it's, um, <laughs> So where can people find you? They can find me online at nightbabe.com.au. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, in 2023 is my goal to get out there into more retailers. So hopefully yeah. coming to a town near you. But for now, it's nightbabe.com.au. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to put the and and there's also um, Insta and Facebook and and uh, you're, yeah. you're still doing your, your um, makeup though as well. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I am. Yeah. So there's uh there's uh, ljames.com.au as well, but I'm going to put those um, links in the show notes yep. as well. So. Alan, this has been absolutely fantastic catch up. It has been a long bloody time coming, but we made yep, it work. We got and, there. Um, <laughs> and just before Christmas too. So oh, no. I'm very excited. 
I know. Well, I don't think it'll go up before Christmas, but we'll see how we go. It probably. I know. Well, it's not very far away. <laughs> maybe we maybe we should put it up for Christmas. And if you have it, if you're going to see some people see family in January, and, yes. and so if you're still thinking, ah, oh, I'll get that present after January, uh, now's your chance. I'm bloody hell! Yep. I'm going to put this up New Year's Aww. Eve. New Year's Eve. How does that sound? Because we've yes. been talking yes. about news. Yes, and yeah, and everyone should like fill out a, a list of of goals that are going to make them feel good, not like negative things they want to change, just positive things that they can do to to have a better 2023. Yeah, I agree. Like a weekend away every two months or something like that. Yes, kind of yeah, good, love that. Good stuff. All right, now yeah. you've convinced me. I'm going to switch something around, put you up New Year's Eve and um, so let, let's get everybody kicking off their 2023 yeah. with better better attitude so better mindset yes. yeah absolutely all right love it very very much so thank you very much for joining thank me you. and uh i hope to keep seeing your face around local yeah. and your pillowcases in um at re- local retailers well yeah i hope to see them australia wide actually yeah so, yeah same yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well you have a great day thank you <laughs> thank Thanks. you see ya see ya Da-da. Oh, guys, I absolutely love that. And I love the, the, all the little things in there about taking a chance and taking a risk and but also like the start of it, like saying, well, I have to start small and I have to be humble and who can I learn from? And I think that's a really, really powerful lesson because we, we don't know everything. If we want to start a business, we need to find mentors or we need to find people that we can, you know, ask questions to and and by the way, I didn't know anything about um, silk pillowcases. I did not know about the no friction. I did not know about the no absorption. I didn't know that that will cooler. I didn't know that you could sleep better. So there's so many great things about them. Um, as Elle said, they hopefully she'll get them into some retail stores uh, this year in 20, well, yeah, next year in 2023. And but in the meantime, you can get them online. So night babe, so N-I-G-H-T-B-A-B-E dot com dot A-U. And anyway, that will be in the show notes for you. But I reckon it's uh, well worth it. 100% mulberry silk pillowcases. So hope you've enjoyed that. And please get your jar together for the new year and start collecting beautiful little moments that make you feel really fantastic that you can open up at the end of the year. And if you are, if you have any birthdays coming up, maybe a a silk pillowcase might be the thing that you need. Or if there's any late um Christmas presents that you're sort of doing those catch-up parties because some people do that in January, uh, that might be the perfect gift. Or you might want to just make yourself feel bloody fantastic and buy one for yourself. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed that. I have loved it. That's it for me. Thank you for joining me again as every week and I'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.